0: Alrighty, righty, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Barcelona Blood Grounders podcast. Hope everyone is having a good week. So La Liga, currently Barcelona are, uh, they're definitely still in it, right? I think there's like 12 or 13 match days left, if I'm not completely crazy. Uh, they Right now, they sit five points back of Atletico Madrid. Atleti, of course, have a game in hand. And I think the encouraging thing for Barcelona is that Atleti clearly don't look like the same invincible team like they looked before. And I don't think anyone would have said necessarily Atletico were the, the, the best team necessarily like in the world. They would. I don't think anyone would have put them in like the top five European squads. And they've certainly kind of backed that up because they lost 1-0 to Chelsea, a fifth place Premier League team or fourth place maybe now over the weekend or last week during the Champions League uh, 1-0 so they're they're certainly still in it but uh, giving up an away goal because I'm pretty sure they were at home is just uh, not what you want to see especially going out like that with not scoring a single goal against the Chelsea team that's been pretty willing to give up goals so I think the encouraging thing for Barcelona in terms of their La, their La Liga perspective or chances is that they don't look invincible anymore. They've been more efficient or more consistent in the Premier League or in the, in La Liga in the last couple of weeks than Atleti have. So they could still clearly do that. Uh, they're going to be out of the champions league <laughs> here uh, in about two weeks. So that's going to give them some, you know, freed up cycles to, uh, to be able to win some games, hopefully. Um, so the, I guess ch- like hitting some news bits, right? So, Coutinho, another injury setback. Fati apparently is also sort of um, experiencing some setbacks. The Coutinho one really sucks because honestly, before he got hurt, I, th- I want to say in December, like he, he was, he was nice, right? Uh, <laughs> like, I, I don't really know what else to say about him. I think he proved that he could still be a quality football player at the top stages of the world last year at Byron and had sort of continued that form this year with Barcelona. So, I think any form of injury setback for Barcelona at this point is just kind of expected. Like they're just, they've been bitten by the injury bug this year. Um, the other thing that I kind of find interesting this week was the Luis Suarez quotes. Uh, he had an interview with France Football Magazine. Uh, some some things to note. Uh, he said, quote, what really bothered me, this is talking about the Barcelona move, quote, what really bothered me was that they told me I was old and that I could no longer play at the top level, be a part of a great team. That's what depressed me. On one hand, this change was welcome because after everything I had experienced at Barca and given the way it went, I wanted a change. I don't blame him. Uh, he continued, quote, the hardest part is when you have a family that for six years has been used to living in the same place. Having to explain to my children that they are, that we are going to change when they have their friends and their habits in Barcelona, that was the most difficult All the more so during a pandemic with the current difficulties, in particular to socialize with people here in Madrid. This complicates things. It's impossible to do extracurricular activities with the children. We have to stay at home. They miss their friends as they miss my wife's family in Barcelona. But you also have to look at the positive side. I was not going to be happy where people no longer wanted me. Now my family feels that I'm happy and that is the main thing. Uh, What is essential is the mind and it's important to be strong in your head and to feel that you have the means to turn To turn around difficult situations, it has always been one of my characteristics. I never gave up, even when I was going through difficult times. It is this character that pushed me to come to this team, which is fighting for important things. One of the motivations was to be able to show that you still have to count on me. It is a question of self-esteem. After all those years at Barca, I wanted to show that I can still be useful at the highest level within the Spanish elite. So, I think he's certainly shown that, right? There are obviously still, there's still signs of, I think he's, what, 34 now? There's still signs of his uh, decline, but he's clearly still proven that he's a top goal scorer when he's healthy. Uh, And I guess the the question is, right, like, could Barcelona have used him this year? Definitely. Uh, We've kind of talked about that lack of um, a, a true forward, right? We hoped that Griezmann would flourish without Suarez there. We've seen flashes, but not a level of consistency and goal scoring ability that's Suarez used to provide to Barcelona. Uh, that's something we're going to talk about a little bit later on in the podcast when it comes to the Sevilla match in a couple of days. Um, right? Like, that's just sad to read. Uh, you know, it's tough for his... Like, no one's going to shed tears for Luis Suarez and his, <laughs> his situation, right? But it is just tough because we kind of all know how that feels. Um, feeling isolated when you move situations... I can't imagine moving situations amidst the pandemic and kind of how isolating that is, especially moving away from family, like he mentioned in Barcelona to Madrid. Uh, I will say this, it's nice to see him be successful. Like I I enjoy watching Luis Suarez play football. And uh, when Barcelona play Atletico, when do they play them? They play them May 9th at the Camp Nou. Uh, That is the fourth to last La Liga match of the season. Oh baby, that's a good game. Um, he didn't get to play in the first leg, I think, due to COVID stuff, from what I remember. Or the first time they, these two teams played earlier in the year, due to COVID restrictions, I believe. I think he had it and couldn't get back in time. So it's going to be exciting to see him play against Barcelona and return to the camp. No, but in terms of like those quotes, like it, that's it, tough, right? Like Kuhn made a calculated decision; they wanted to move on from Suarez. Whether it was the right call or not, I think could be left up to different parties. It's certainly, those goals would have been nice. (laughs) Um, I think, and and I I do want to note from the uh, Barcelona-Elche match before we, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong and I'm going to get crap for it. Uh, Before we move on to the Sevilla preview, uh, Barcelona held a clean sheet. And I I did think it was funny, uh, Jill and her keys to the game. Um, or her, her, uh, kind of five takeaways from the match pointed out. This is the first time they've uh, held a clean sheet in eight matches since their last match against Elche when they also held a clean sheet. So yeah, Hey, you know, I think at this point, the Barcelona defense will take what they can get and uh, a clean sheet's Certainly nice. So after the break, we're going to pre- do a quick preview of the Sevilla match on Sunday. We'll be right back. All right. So Barcelona, Sevilla, Barcelona are down two goals from the first leg uh i think it's important to note that, um and 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 this is something that was also noticed from um from the Elche match and that jill pointed out in her piece was that you know marilyn pianich clearly is like there's he's not vibing with the young in the midfield and i think that's pretty obvious um and he's gonna be out for the match so i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Urayo is back. That's huge for Barcelona. Any sort of defensive backup they can get, he was officially cleared for the match. The interesting thing to me for this match is I think we're clearly going to see De Jong and Pedro in the midfield. I think in the back line, we're going to see some form of, you know, PK and Alba will certainly be there. Who the other two fill-ins are, I'm not really sure. Probably Sergio Des for sure. Uh, the attack. So... Kind of the speculation has been certainly Messi and Dembele, uh, Braithwaite. So he was handed a start midweek, had two assists. He looked great. Uh, I am a Martin Braithwaite supporter. I think it's been a a year, actually, since he joined the team, like just over 12 months. Uh, Renato and I discussed said transfer about 12 months ago. There was some back and forth. Uh, neither of us were really sure what he was there for. It was kind of funny. And then I think he turned first, and I, I have slowly come around, but Braithwaite has been a, a welcomed addition to Barcelona. He creates a change of pace. He, does, he adds a different mix of skills, not necessarily better, but a different mix of skills and abilities than Griezmann does. And I hope he gets the start as Nick and Jason both wrote this week at Barcelona uh, his play has been great. And the change of pace versus a Griezmann has been really good for Barcelona. Um, this isn't a, like a please everyone match, right? This is, they need to grind it out and get a win. And Braithwaite seems to be the man for that right now. Uh, Barcelona really, really need to win this. <laughs> I have, I have, uh, been more pessimistic towards the Copa del Rey in the past. Uh, and I, I continue to say that it's, it's, it's not that important, but I think when you look at Barcelona's chances in the champions league, very low, uh, their chances in the Liga still pretty low, but in, at least encouraging, uh, they need some sort of positive boost, right? Like if you could use this, an impressive comeback against the good team in Sevilla to sort of catapult yourselves to continue the Liga success, right? Like, if you can come back in this match and, you know, you're going to lose the PSG probably. <laughs> like, it, it's not going to, I don't foresee that getting better. But you come back against Sevilla, you can use it as a catapult of encouragements in the Liga to try to catch Atleti. And, I mean, that's really all I can, like, It's it's, like we've talked, like we talked about last week, right? When you're looking at this season for Barcelona in terms of the long term, it's not necessarily in terms of the hardware they can bring back to encourage Messi to stay. It's about that pulling on the heartstrings. It's about creating a feeling. And if coming back in the Copa del Rey and making a very impressive run in the Liga does something to pull on those heartstrings, then it's a good thing. I think regardless, like you'd like to make a run in La Liga and coming back against Sevilla seems like a good first step in that. At the very least... I want to see how they play with Braithwaite starting. I really hope he starts. Uh, And yeah, then we just have to hope injuries, right? Like we just have to hope for continued recovery for Ansifazi, Philippe Coutinho. Um, And we just have to hope that they get some sort of consistent defensive performances going forward now that Pique is back. Uh, Yeah, that's really all I got. Um, Everyone, enjoy the Sevilla match this weekend. Hope everyone had a good week. Hope everyone's staying safe, staying healthy, and I will talk to you all next time. Thanks.